Hey folks, welcome to Pro Football Ireland uh, on a really, really historic day, which is really cool for NFL fans across Ireland. Michael McQuitt, Mark Hogan, as the NFL has announced its international player pathway program for 2024. Um, and look, if you're not an NFL fan, this basically gives players from Ireland and from many other parts of the world an opportunity to uh, play in the NFL and really try and get a chance. We see, Mark, that you're going to speak to a number of guys in this episode and, and in this podcast that are not only invited to the NFL Combine in Indianapolis in February, but also invited to a camp uh, organized by Tig Leader with Leader Kicking. Big shout out to Tig for this. It's it's a really, really cool opportunity. And uh, we're both obviously GA fans. It, it It's a really... It seems like a really cool moment for the game on this island, just generally when we're talking about the NFL. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's been a massive year for the NFL in Ireland, and we're talking about when there's an announcement for the Pittsburgh Steelers about how this is a game changer. Well, this is an even more so game changer because it's going to make the NFL infiltrate the lives lives of a lot of GA fans. Um, look, Rory Began, obviously, that is a massive household name it's a coup really for the nfl and maybe it's a smart marketing thing for them to have such a massive name and as we record this we don't know the reaction but i know that there was obviously some talk about it before or in december now it is official but talking to these guys whether it's rory began talking about understanding the moment and knowing that this could is just the first wave and it will bring eyes um, when I was talking to Charlie Smith, he said he was already an NFL fan, which is super cool, even asking his thoughts on playing alongside those guys and maybe being in a locker room with Patrick Mahomes. And then the likes of Mark Jackson just talking about the technicalities. Short term, this is bad for the GAA. I get that. And that's why there is going to be begrudgers, even though these guys are going to be on tens of thousands of dollars. So you can't take away from them. Mark Jackson was obviously playing for a Division 3 team. He, we talked and he brought up himself before I could even ask about Ushi McConville, saying that that's a very difficult decision. Rory Began was the same, saying he started kicking a ball at six years old. How his dad was obviously a GA player and the impact of having to go and say, look, this opportunity has come along and, you know, I can live out this life, have a dream, like be a professional athlete. I never thought this was possible. But there is points that this is good to the GA too, that the GA could learn things about how to kick the ball better. That's something that um, Leader was able to say to me, you know, just being like, you now Daryl Leader is a rugby background, but just saying like there is stuff that be, can be learned for our sports over here in terms of kicking the ball more. So there's a lot to take away from these interviews and it's definitely felt like groundbreaking stuff from each of the four guys. Yeah, if you're a GA rugby player, you're interested in doing this in the future, check out leaderkicking.com and do hit up Tag Leader. I've got to give him a shout out for all this. And a huge thanks to the NFL for this. Uh, let's get right into it. Rory Began, the Monaghan GA goalkeeper, probably one of the highest profile names in his position in, in Ireland outside of Stephen Cluxton. Here is Mark sitting down with uh, Monaghan and Scotstown's Rory Began. So, yeah, Rory, it, this is obviously a massive piece of news, but it's come from kind of nowhere for a lot of people. What's it been like for you? And how has the process even started in the first place that you're uh, you're going to America to take part in the Commonwealth? Yeah, um, unbelievable opportunity. Um, an opportunity to probably never fought with ever come because, like, Irish people, Irish people in the NFL, you know, just not massive amount 
there has been um out there is Dan Whelan at the moment, but for that opportunity to come around um when I I got actually got the call or got the text about five months ago from Tag Leader to say that this opportunity was was coming and uh, if he wanted to give it a go. So he said, Why not? I'll try my best and went up and met him and there's a couple of other uh, people there um and just gave it a go and felt felt good at it. Felt felt like this was not this is something that I could get better at and better at and with a bit of coaching from Tag and stuff, it eventually has got me to this point. Um, and the next point now is is the training camp and then move into hopefully do well at the combine and we never know what will happen after that. Were you a fan of the sport going into it or did Tyg take you by surprise when you got the text? I, I would have watched it. I wouldn't say I would sit up and watch, watch the games. I'd watch the Red Zone on a Sunday. Um, what bits of it you know, I uh, would have known Pat Murray would have played over over his high, over there at the stage, and I would have gained a lot of interest then. Um, but gained a lot of a lot more interest in, in the last year. Um, and since obviously when Tag came along and and gave me the text, it's just sort of got me interest even more and more. Like so, um, I'll be watching it a lot more than I would soccer. And um, usually, I'd sit back and watch the soccer. Man. But the NFL starting to take away a bit more of uh, an interest now and. Uh, it's uh, it's it's cool. Like it's just it's a cool opportunity to know that this, this, you could potentially be there in a year's time. Like, how difficult of a decision has it to be to keep going with this process, especially after the year that you've just had? Obviously, the All Ireland semi, that uh, cracking semi or penalty shootout that you had in Crow Park. Is it that you reached a level that you're happy with the county that you can take this break, or was it something that you really had to think long and hard about? Yeah, I definitely had to think long and hard about it. Like, Gaelic uh, football has been a part of my life since six years of age. And then, um, like, my father played it. My father played. Um, and, you know, it's, as I said, I'm a massive GA fan as well. As, as a player, like, I'd watch a lot of the Gaelic football. I'd go to a lot of games that I'm not involved in. So, to make that decision was tough. It was tough. Like, you're, all your friends are at home playing the sport. It's a big part of the community where I live and stuff, but when an opportunity like this came around, it's not something that you can just put away and, and go for the come again. Like, and um, that's not an option. Um, for me, it's giving it everything I have now and um, hoping, hoping that it will work out. Um, but yeah, it was an incredibly tough decision. Um, uh, but it's a decision I made, and uh, I want to give it a crack at it. And said, there's no guarantees in the sport, but. Uh, I give it everything I have anyway and hopefully something will come out of it. Who were the ones that you trusted with the decision, like your friends and family? Was there certain ones in particular you went to that said yes or no to it? It was mostly family. Um, father, my mother, um, and one or two friends who would be NFL fans as well, but also footballers. Um, just had to chat with them. and said, look at this opportunity, you can't really pass by. Um, and there are things like, you know, it's, it's something that uh, I didn't want to spread too much, um, and I wanted just the right people to know and the, and people who had opinion out respect as well. And um, yeah, look, they were all in favour and, and all happy for it to happen. And I said this is an opportunity you can't really pass. So um, here I am. Decisions been made. People have been consulted. So um, yeah, great news.
it must feel massive for you individually because obviously you're high profile and what this will do now when the announcement happens and it's you guys are instrumental you're the first wave of hopefully plenty of Irish lads breaking in to the NFL there must be a massive level of excitement and pride that you're like a flag bearer it is and that's something I've thought about um, you know when Tag was telling us this is the first year of the kickers um, that they went toward like, Ireland with four I think four Irish coming over like there's this cool that we could potentially create that pathway for more and more and the GA not be happy with it because we're probably Kansas could be losing a lot of their, a lot of their big players, but um, when you realise the opportunity is ahead, of you, it's not something um, you, you chipped off. Like it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's something that I think everyone should think long and hard about if, if if it becomes an option for them. Like there's a lot of lot of very talented kickers of the, of a dead ball in Ireland and, and England as well, and um, so it's 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 cool to know that you're potentially starting a pathway now for. Hopefully, a lot more Irish into the NFL. And obviously, like you'd be renowned for your kicking in the country. How was it to transition into obviously the oval shaped ball? Did you find it difficult? Was there some tweaks that you found frustrating to get used to in that? Yeah, it, at the start, it, there was a tough transition first week or two. Um, but in fairness to Tag, he he done a lot of work with me few one to one sessions as well. Bit of video and about video analysis and, and stuff like that, but. I think the, the biggest transition or the biggest challenge was the follow through. Um, but the way I sort of strike a Gaelic football would be more towards just sort of drilling the ball nearly and not with much of a follow through. Um, whereas here now transitioning to get the leg up and to get the height on it. And um, obviously, a lot of, a lot of my kicking will be based off one, two, three steps anyway. So for touch uh, for field goals and um. Now the the one point three seconds obviously to get to the ball is natural enough in terms of my run up anyway. It's just the follow through your body position and coming through the ball. That's the biggest transition. But we've worked hard. I've worked hard at it the last five six months. So I'm um, starting this bare fruits of it now, and hopefully that will set me up nicely for for the next few few weeks months. You've obviously talked about the hard work that's been put in the last few months. Like you must be buzzing to get over to America and go to the combine and just show off really and be one of the best there. Like you're not going just to, you know, make up numbers. You must really want to show off now at this point. I do, yeah. And I'm, I'm like I wouldn't I wouldn't have made that decision to, to do this if it wasn't going in full full throttle. Um as I said, how difficult it was to leave to leave the Monon squad and, and leave disgusting um in behind. Um wasn't an easy decision, so I'm not gonna, you know, uh, go over here and not give it everything I have. Um, I'm looking forward to just getting over there to the training with the lads and, and literally train like a professional athlete and, and see the improvements that can be made um, with a lot more contact time with coaches and stuff. And, um, and then hopefully go to the combine, just mindset that I'm going to be the best here. That's that's the way it has to be. It's the way I approach Gaelic football. Uh, and the way process. And as uh, kind of when you're talking there, was stepping away from Monon, is that just giving you massive fuel that you're saying, look, I've taken, I've given up a lot here. Does that make the training so much easier and then the kick so much further or higher, whatever it is, that you're just putting everything in because you have a lot of fuel there because of those decisions? Yeah, 100%. You, you nailed it right there. Like, um, there's a lot, there's a lot I have to prove as well over here, but, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been, with Monaghan since 2011 
and started competitively since 2013. So if you just put that to the side to go over here, that, there's a lot of people to it. Yeah, there's a lot of motivation to, to succeed here. Um, and that's what I want to do. And that's what I aim to do. I'm not going over here for handy rides, you know. And in terms of, obviously, you'd be going out for the, for the sport, but part of the decision has to be that you could end up anywhere in America. Would you miss the likes of Lipton's and Clonus if you have to move over? Are you ready for the American lifestyle if it was to work out in your favour? Yeah, 100%. Like, I've, I've been in America a good few times, obviously, on holidays and stuff, and it's a, it's a brilliant, lovely country, like, and, and uh, like, not that I've been at every every part of it, but um, it'd, be, it'd be nice to get over and, and experience it for as a in terms of living as a career. As well, it'd be it'll be really nice to, to do that there. As you said, yeah, Lipton's and McMahon's and all the places, and you'll miss them surely. And, and obviously, um, like to, as I said, big part of your life. But um, in terms of trying this out, yeah, something I'm looking forward to trying out too. And I'll leave you with this: what what in the terms of this process now, especially when it comes to the combine and hopefully hooking up with a team, what is the minimum level of success you want from this now over the next couple of months? Just to be recognised as uh, firstly I want to get I want to get signed. That's that's the big aim. That's everybody's aim here. Um but I don't want to go over there and just, you know, live two or three years in the practice roster and not make it a good job at it. Like I want to I want to be in the top thirty two kickers in order. Like that's the way I'm going here. I want to succeed. I want to be the best. I'm not going away or just settle for second best. Um, I know I'll have to do my time and I'll have to work really, really hard to get there. But um, that's where we're here, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, one, one, one more I have to leave you with. Uh, we heard you were in Dungannon now uh, at the end of this month with Pro Football Ireland. You're going to come along to that, aren't you? I'm down for it, yeah, at the minute, yeah. So, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. Thanks so much for your time. All right, best of luck. You're wrong. Thank you. Mark, uh, you can just sort of see how, how well-grounded Rory is there. Like, I mean, anyone, especially if you're an Ulster and you're a GF fan, you know just how good of a player Rory Beggin is. But across Ireland, he's well-respected in his position. He seems like he's ready for this opportunity. Going to Indianapolis for the combine, and I, I think he's going to have a serious chance of it. Yeah, and he says it himself, like, when I asked him what's the minimum success he hopes to get from this, and he said he doesn't want to just hang on to that what is pretty much a given roster spot, the teams are able to hold on to these international players and are given in the NFL, you are limited to a 53-man roster. You can carry one of those guys, one of the international guys for free. So, you know, that's why it's it's so attractive for the players to go over and give this a chance. He says, I don't want to just hold on and be there training but not suit up on game day. I want to be one of the top 32 in the world. And the intensity, if you didn't watch it on video, in his eyes when he said that you'd absolutely better believe that he can do it and we as GAA fans absolutely know that he has it in him to um, his accuracy and his kicking and his, his form his technique he is absolutely the makings to go over there and make a big impact another Ulster player that's going to join this opportunity in the IPP for Ireland is a guy from County Down Charlie Smith Charlie is the goalkeeper for Down 22 years of age Rory Began is his idol and you can definitely sense he's an NFL fan as well here's what he had to say whenever Mark Chatterton Firstly, Charlie, I believe you're a Packers fan. Yeah. That must make this whole process even crazier when you're watching Dan Whelan do his thing and you're thinking, I want to get to that spot and help out the team. Although maybe there's no position on the Packers now for you. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose uh, 
Darwin says he's obviously an unbelievable pumper, and uh, I'm actually a main, main speciality and the specialties is kicking. So you know, who who knows in the future if uh, he could be the holder and I could be the kicker maybe on field goal times, but uh, look, no, that's that's, a, that's obviously a long shot. Like, but yeah, look, you'll see what happens on the. Uh, yeah, he's he's had one real season. I'm sure him, and he's uh, definitely given him inspiration. To the rest of Sarge lads, you know, trying to trying to uh, trying to obviously make our own pathway into the NFL. You know, so if, again, he's he's had one real season. And yeah, last night uh, a couple of really nice punts inside the ten, and obviously I was uh, I was a happy man last night now. Yeah, 100%. No, it's cool to see. And like you said, it's an Irishman representing, but it's kind of crazy now that you're part of this process. Uh, talk about it from your point of view, from transitioning from down to where you are now. Yeah, so uh, just the, the, this offseason, uh, it was actually after the the club where we were in, the, in, our, in our club championship and down, and uh, I would advance a session with, with Tags. And uh, I'd always, you know, I've always been a big fan of sports for seven or eight years, and I saw his page on on Twitter uh, this past year year or so, and I was thinking maybe like should I give it a go? Should I give it a go? But no, so like headstrong and focused with football, uh, just finally said bit the ball and says, you know what? Why not go give it a go? And uh, yeah, actually, uh, my first session I actually turned up to the wrong venue, and uh, I was forty five minutes late, and uh, I was I remember thinking, God, I I've messed up the chance here, and then I, I turned up to the Obviously, it was it was that Aaron's kicking king uh, that he was running, and I went to the venue that was supposed to be the Wednesday night, but I was going to the one Tuesday night, and uh, then I, I went out and I kicked my first. I didn't have time to warm up, and I kicked my first four figures, and I was like, you know, maybe maybe there's something here that I, I can explore. And obviously, being a huge fan of the sport and being like just a real passion for base kicking, um, the fact that these two are actually uh, married together at the minute is just. It's unthinkable, really, to be honest. If, if you had asked me about this time last year, would you be doing this? <laughs> I probably would have. I, I, I would have just laughed, to be honest. Like, but now it's here. Like, it's it's unbelievable, and I'm and I'm uh, willing to give it to my best shot. You know, it's just because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, it's crazy because, like you said, even as fans in Ireland, it was tough to find another fan five or six or seven years yeah. ago. Maybe the Packers, there was a bit more of a bandwagon there, or whatever you could have found them, but like. Yeah. When you transition that now to even that first day when you showed up, did you go in complete seriousness knowing I can progress here or was it just out of interest? You're like, I, I want to see what this is about, but did you really believe that would end up you being in the NFL UK offices like you are today? No, I, I want just to try it out because remember my first session that I went, the pathway for kickers and punters wasn't even available. So it was just like so-called coincidence that I went and uh, I was thinking because there's been now it's my age, like Ross Bulger's the same age as me, uh, Dan Shanahan's maybe a year older than me, a uh, year or two older, and uh, Jude McTammy from, from Darius Valley's maybe a year or two older. I was thinking maybe that uh, whenever I was doing this, that there may have been a possibility to go to the college route, but like I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about doing it because it was just like, oh, I'll give this a go, but I still haven't said some football really. And then uh, the second session, then I turned up and uh, Rory was there now with Nal Morgan's there and I was thinking like you know these lads are you know they're at the top of their game of sport and they're lads that I would have you know looked up to and I, you know as they got as a footballer and like watching them kick place uh, kicks and uh, it was just like I was like what am I doing here and then I actually I kicked and it went pretty well and then Tag had messing off the session at the NFL had opened up their pathway to kick and punish for the first time ever I was, I was kind of thinking like 
it just sort of stopped and clicked. I was like, is this actually an, like an, an opportunity for me to go and do this? And then he says, lads, we're going to, we're going to Loughborough in, in October time. Um, but, you know, when I, he said that, he, he asked me to go, and I was like, I'm going surely, like, why, why wouldn't I? You know, and, uh, and I went there, and yeah, it went, it, it went decent, like, so I was, I was happy enough, and now we're here, and it's just, it's literally, it's just unbelievable. It's, it's actually unthinkable that this is actually happening. Just feel, you, I just feel so lucky, like. Were you intimidated or nervous? Or what were your feelings like before those October trials? Because obviously you're going to go through the same emotions you'd imagine now before the combine. Yeah, um, I, I probably was. I probably was a wee bit. Um, but again, it's just really whenever you get your kicks, it's just all about you know focusing on the process of those kicks and and uh, that's something I've done, been doing a lot of work on recently. Just try, you know the mental side of the game and just making sure that whenever it comes to kick, that you're mentally locked in and, and you're focused. And uh, that's really that's really that's that's you know through working with Tiger, that's he's advised me and that as well. He says that's what separates the best kickers from. You know, boys are going bang sixty yards, but when it comes to kicking the game, you know, uh, you know, some sometimes they, they don't perform to their best. So it's really about putting ourselves in, in the best possible shape, physically and, and and psychologically, for when it comes to the big day. And then and then you have such a rally and, and you have your processes uh, whenever you come to kick. And you, so we have a process. So basically, they distract you from, oh, this is the NFL combine. You know, it's, what if you miss this kick? You know, it's just basically. Have the ability to try and lock it in as best as possible, and please God, you know, I'll have enough work done to have to do that. And when you're watching the NFL the last few years, did you pay particular attention to the kicking side of things, the special team units, and think I could be handy at that? Yeah, I um, see to be honest, like, see when it comes to like free takers from football, and you're watching, you know, on on the on the TV, or if it's rugby, international Six Nations, or the World Cup. Or if it's the you know the NFL, like I, you just be so like, for me anyways, I just be constantly looking at, I just really really focus on what the base kickers do when it comes to time to kick, and you know what's their routine, and you know taking away things that they do and say oh he does this and he does that, you know, and it's just maybe then you would you would try and add it into your own game, uh, you know, especially when I was younger, like when I was first starting out, and uh, yeah, but especially when I was watching the NFL, I was like oh there's the field goal. And then, like whenever you're watching them, then you're thinking, I do. You, you, we kind of do a lot of that. It's similar in football, like so. I, I was always like, I would love to have given it a go, but uh, I just never, like, it was just never here in Ireland to do it. Like, um, you know, even like the thought of like, there was nowhere, nowhere in Dubai or proper American football, and they're quite expensive as well. Like so, um, yeah. So it was just really when I came about, I was like, yeah, why, why not give this a go? Like so. So it sounds like it has happened now at the perfect time, but obviously there was obviously a difficult decision to at least temporarily step away from the inner county setup. What was that decision like? Who did you like go to to ask for advice and what you should do? And like how easy or difficult of a decision was it? Um, to be honest, uh, this past year or two uh, in football, I um, I was at a, at a good uh, whenever I was playing with Downer Pines had a good campaign and I was playing you know at a at a really good campaign that year and. Uh, but then this past year or two, coming in the senior setup, and it's just, it's, it's, this is only my, I've only really had two or three years actually as being a, as, a, as a goalkeeper. I was always an outfielder growing up. And it was just, I just it wasn't having, I wasn't playing every game. And I was just getting, you know, it, it, it was it was a frustrating year last year, um, especially with, with the football side of things. But um, yeah, it was, to be honest, it was tough, like, because 
that's the sport you play. It's the sport you love playing for who you, like where you're from. You love playing for your. It's an absolute. I think it was an. I made my down uh, senior debut last year, and like to say that I would have made that five years ago. You know, it, it was unbelievable. Like so, like I, I don't take that for granted, and especially playing for your club too, with your playing with your best friends, you as well. So it was a tough decision, like but. The opportunity this year is just it's just too too big of an opportunity to to say no no to like and I just I couldn't turn down it because especially being such a big fan of the sport you know I, it would be probably a sport that I would spend you know every Sunday watching like I'd probably more watch more of American football than of uh, football to be honest at times like so yeah it's just it's, I just feel so lucky as you know that's here at the moment. Are you aware or were you aware of the links with Pittsburgh and Uri? Yeah, and would it be nuts do you think to uh, maybe a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers to look upon you and say yeah we'll take a chance on that kid it's just like it's insane what's happening for the sport as a whole in the moment of the country yeah see I actually I'm from Mayo Bridge which is literally it's like less than a 10 minute drive outside of Newry so I want to actually went to primary school in Newry I went to secondary school in Newry I go anytime anywhere I'm going I go through Newry and then obviously I'm aware that there, there really is a they're, they emigrated during the, the 18, I think it was the 18th century, 19th century, at Pittsburgh from Newry. So I, to, to think that the, like the owners of an NFL team are actually, their ancestral roots are from where I'm from, essentially. Basically, like a five-minute drive from where, where they they come from is, is, is a bit mad. And uh, yeah, like it would be unbelievable if, if Adam was, it would, be, it, would, it would be a good story, like, you know, to say that. Uh, that if if the what if that was to happen, but yeah, to, uh, to be honest, to get the opportunity from any team would be unbelievable, and you jump ship on it straight away. Like they were, yeah, it's just it's just class, and yeah, that is actually that is a bit mad to think about that. That they're from literally their their own their ancestral roots are from literally where I'm from. Like so, it's that is a bit mad to be honest. Do you think it'd be a bit mad to be in the? Locker room now in six months' time, with it, whether it's a CJ Stroud or a Patrick Mahomes, have you pictured that? Like it's a genuine possibility. Have you pictured it? Um, it's, it's it's hard not to like, but again, it's like I'm trying to. If you get if you think it out too far ahead, then you can big it up too much. So, uh, one thing I actually feel like I'm doing quite well at the moment is just enjoying the journey. So it's like your session by session, um, you know, week by week, and it's just okay. This is this is the next session. I want to get better at this. Want to improve? Maybe I want to change my swing on kickoff, for example. Which we were actually training in uh, the New England Patriots facility last week in Boston, and uh, it was it was great to actually get kicking on uh, NFL young markets and amp hashes. And uh, like uh, I made a wee tweak to to my kickoff, and I was like, oh, that that gained good results. You know, it's just it's just um, yeah, that, that is again, yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing, and. Uh, yeah, to, to go back to your question, that is a mad thought. Like, but again, it's just I'm just trying to stay locked in on the on the journey and enjoying the journey as much as possible. Because if you think too far ahead, then you get too far ahead of yourself, and you know it's how things can get too big and then you underperform them. Charlie, thanks for being for your time. I really appreciate it. All right. Yeah, no worries. Thank you, Mark. Mark, great to hear from Charlie. You can definitely sense he's an NFL fan, man. He seems a great crack. Yeah, it's wild, but for them to be going off now, again, like, massive, you know, roles at home and parts of their lives. Like, we all know in this country, if you make it to an inter-county level, like, GA football in particular has been a massive part of your life and a weight on your shoulders. So to be giving up that, I think that it does show their commitment 
and they're not in this just to make numbers. Like it is a serious commitment they're going with. Tyg Leader has done fantastic work with them, clearly. I mean, you can recognize it there, the praise that all four of the guys gave to him. And like the best of luck to them now, like again, they go to the combine and they don't have to, it's not a level playing field. It's stacked in their favor. If they show enough glimpses, they don't have to go through the traditional route of getting drafted. They can go through and teams can go and select them and add them to the roster. We've got two more interviews uh, that Mark was able to get exclusively for us. The first one is Ty's brother, Dara, who's going to be trying out not just as a kicker, but as a punter as well. And Mark, he's the spit of Ty. Here he is, Dara later. Look, Dara, I want to obviously talk about yourself. But before we do that, obviously your brother, Ty, has been instrumental to all of this whole Irish guys being able to go over to the NFL. How proud are you of how you getting everyone to this this place? Yeah, obviously none of us would be here without him and what he's done. Um, obviously when he transferred, obviously firstly from MLOR to try and do football himself and playing in the Spring League and the European League and the Canadian Football League, none of this would have been like he kind of, in a way, pioneered this kind of whole process of trying to make it to American football and make it an NFL and obviously with leader kicking and stuff as well all that stuff is crazy he's doing there and there's so much momentum happening with it all the time and seeing like Ross and Roman go over and do really well and now we're kind of like the next crop coming through and hopefully we can do just as well as those guys and bring it on even more but yeah it's, it's crazy what he's done and he, he literally obviously I've been living over the states last while but every time I call him he's always on the phone to someone else he's always like my mother said he never stops working doing this stuff so it's uh it's glad, glad to see him getting some reward out for it as well because he's still putting in a lot of hours and like even this last week he's, he said he reckons he spent more times on planes in the last since the new year than he has in the car so he's uh putting in the hard graft and it's, it's really cool to see how it's growing and where it's going what was your initial reaction to hearing that Tig was doing it just obviously because you're so involved now was it disbelief or did you think, oh, yeah, actually, I love, maybe it's not the right time for me this second, but I'd love to be involved with you and do it together? Mm, um, well, obviously, I feel like that the idea of leader kicker makes complete sense because I know I like the Aussie rules guys and the pro kicker straight down there and how good they're doing. And in Ireland, we've just as many good kickers and players and gallants. And I said, we all grew up kicking a ball, playing soccer, playing rugby, kicking thing, JK football kicking. So... But I, I could definitely see how if it's worked in Australia, there's no reason why it couldn't work over here. Um, in terms of being involved myself, I did think about it with the college stuff. But then when I went to Clemson and my five-year talk had already started, I couldn't do it there. But I would have done it if I could have. Um, and obviously, I've always kind of like thought about it a little bit because it's uh, in rugby. I had a big boot and I often thought in my head, if I want to get better at kicking, I might as well learn from the guys who are getting paid millions to kick a ball it's their only job so i used to watch a lot of videos of the guys firing and stuff back in the day um and they even like the field goal guys taking conversions and stuff so i've always had a keen interest but no as in like when ty tried to start, start playing football himself it was pretty crazy he's often said he's playing football but in terms of leader kicking because after what he'd been through it seemed like there's an obvious market there an obvious kind of ability for irish and european people to try and do this and you've mentioned there the obviously looking towards the professional kickers for your own game in the beginning but what are those similarities like and how has it helped your your kicking kind of from the beginning stage to now watching even those videos from australia yeah um 
I suppose like obviously rugby very similar in terms of I've been kicking a rugby ball since as a young fella and kicking three or four or five times a week and all that type of stuff. So in terms of mechanics and like how just having the ability to kick a ball pretty well naturally is already there. And so I might not have 10,000 hours kicking American football, but I do have 10,000 hours kicking a rugby ball and similar, very similar. So I feel like the fact we're coming into this sport late that shouldn't be too big of a hindrance because we already have the mechanics down, the ability. It's just maybe fine tuning how a spiral rugby in rugby is usually end over end kick, where in American football most of the time you want to spiral. So it's just straightening up and just fine tuning a few little things. But it definitely like I feel like I'm pretty close to getting it down very well already. So Mooney job a couple months into this, so the rugby kicking and all stuff has definitely helped a lot. Was that fine tuning irritating or more rewarding when you go to doing it? Probably irritating at first because a rugby ball just is being bigger. It's easier to kick and it flies a bit further. So um, at the start, you're kind of like, oh, I'm kicking these kind of crap because I'm trying to, I'm comparing it to where I would kick a rugby ball, where kicking American football is just naturally, it's not going to go as far or a little bit less shorter distance. So I, I just, and a rugby ball because it's fatter, when it hits your foot, it flies a bit better and like bounces off a little better. Where rugby ball, American football being smaller, it didn't quite get that same pain off it. But it was a little bit the start, but then when you start getting like the hands and the drop, Joe, in rugby, you never go into like such detail on how you kick a ball, where in American football, every little thing you do, like Tyke's so slowing every little bit down. If your hand's like a little bit too far, a little bit too close, the angle of the ball is it, is it 11 o'clock or is it 10 30? All these little things, your foot angle, it's like, can I see your foot is like this or like this? Joe, all this tiny little details that you'd never go into in rugby. And I do feel like there's a big area for rugby to try and improve as well because they don't do this. Where, like, it's really obvious that kicking coaches should go into this detail, but they just don't. It's not a thing in rugby yet. But it definitely, uh, yeah, there's a lot. It's very technical getting all the stuff down. But once you get it down, it is nice. Like, when obviously you start hitting three or four or five consistent spirals in a row, where, like, it feels like it's a good feeling you just see the ball flying through the sky. For real. Well, you mentioned... Um... Your Clemson roots there a second ago. What do you take from that experience and how does it help you kind of in this process, even dealing with maybe the American players going forward? Yeah. Um, Clemson was very cool. Obviously, I was coaching rugby over there, but I did meet, like, I did go to the football games and that's crazy over there to see, like, the atmosphere around the tailgate. So if the game starts at 7 o'clock or 7 p.m. game, people are, tens of thousands of people are there at 7 a.m. getting ready to go and, like, getting tailgates going just the atmosphere in the games then is just crazy and um, and then just dealing with like the american attitude to things in terms of like the rugby guys and they're a lot more intense and like driven i feel like and just like everything's a lot more fast paced they're like all go 100 percent of the time and rugby lads are a bit kind of it's not as intense all of the time there's moments of big intensity but american guys just want to like jump they just want to do full contact all the time smashing to each other wearing rugby it's a little bit a little bit less of that. Um, so not that that's his American mentality towards things, just giving it full go, 100% all of the time. So yeah, that will be a little bit different to rugby, but I am kind of used to it coming from just dealing with the American college students in rugby. Yeah, we'll finish on this one now. It's obviously been a massive effort from both you and your brother. What do you think, if after all those efforts, that feeling would be like if you sign with the team? Yeah, it would be insane. Um just the idea of even playing the NFL is just crazy. But I've thought of it like, throughout my rugby career, I said I've always kind of looked at it and been like, geez, I wonder, could I do this? Or is it possible? Or could like, 
look at me kick a ball. I'm like, I'm a good kicker in rugby, so why wouldn't I be a good kicker in NFL or football? So, um, it's actually been an insane feeling. Um, we're doing obviously everything we can to make that happen, training pretty much every single day, learning all the lingo down, the operation times, getting our hang times there, getting our yardages on the kicks, getting our catching molds under the 1.3, all these little things we're doing every day, getting a lot better so that hopefully in a few weeks' time or a few months' time, that dream can be realized. And now when, it's, when it happens, I'm sure I'll have a Guinness with Hyde for I'll get one Guinness, maybe. Dara, thanks very much for your time. Oh, perfect, Mark. Thank you. Good to hear Mark with somebody not just with a GA background but with a rugby background as well so it shows you sort of the, the difference between the two sports and mindsets going into this and we've got one more guy left Mark Jackson who's the Wicklow goalkeeper a young man but still done an awful lot with his career and really you know like Rory Began, gonna try this opportunity in the States and really see what he can do in terms of making a name for himself it was great to hear from him and I know that you've had a great time chatting with him let's hear from Mark Jackson uh, I guess we'll launch into it then, Mark. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself, obviously, and your background with Wicklow. Yeah, um, so I suppose um, I'm 25 years old. Um, I am been playing the golf for Wicklow senior footballers um, since I was since I was on the panel since I was around 17. So I've uh, been around uh, quite a few years already. Um, and yeah, so yeah, played in goal since, since I was uh, 17 and yeah, up until now, up until this year. And how has that been now, obviously being with Wicklow and how does it transition into potentially being with the NFL? How does that come about? Yeah, to be honest, it's um, a fairly crazy transition to even think it's, it's that and that could be uh, anywhere possible. Um, I think we're, we're so privileged to have the likes of uh, Tiger and leader kicking here in Ireland to to have that transition to make that transition possible. Uh, so yeah, just been just been blessed that that uh, Tiger's been here to kind of progress us the last couple of months to get us ready for uh, an amazing opportunity. How did you first hear about Tiger? Then I mean, was it did you see some of the other lads that had been with Tiger, or and you latched on then, or did he reach out to you? Yeah, well, I, I would have I would have seen some of the stuff uh, Ty had done um, in the previous year, um, and it was just after uh, the club championship this year. Just Ty sent me a, a, an Instagram message, uh, just just said, "Look, this this is a poss- possibility of an opportunity coming up. Um, Forge have got a, a decent leg. Do you want to want to give it a, a, a try?" And I, I was I said, "Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm the kind of person who wants to kind of." Try try me hand this stuff and want to get good at as many things as possible. And yes, so I met up with Tig one day and it's it's snowball from there already. And were you paying attention to the NFL at all at that point, or was it something that came completely from the blue? Um, like I, I would have watched bits and pieces of it, but it wouldn't have been something that I would have been watching every weekend or anything. I'd I'd always have a keen eye on just kicking in general, so I would have. You know, looked at different sports, and I was always intrigued by the the kicking um, in in the NFL. Um, but no, it wasn't something that I would have watched every weekend or anything. And how did the trials go then? Obviously, you had some back in October in England. How did you find that whole? Because that must have been your first real like, oh, this is for real now. Tiger's gone us into the building. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was kind of the first 
kind of combined setup we were we were involved in, I suppose. Um, and it was yeah, something completely different, something I've never been kind of part of. Um, and yeah, thankfully it, it went fairly well uh, for myself anyway. And yeah, I progressed through that to the to the um, through to the IPP program. And up until that point, was it something that you're just like chancing your arm at, and you didn't know how far it was going to go? And like, when did the commitment come that you said I'm actually potentially willing to walk away from an intercounty setup for this? Um, yeah, it, it, to be honest, it, it probably came at a, a good time for me where I was in the kind of off season between the club and county. So it was, it was like it was the week after uh, we finished with the club. I got the first message off tight. So to be honest, from then I put I put everything into it when when I had that chance. Of, you know, when I go at something, I'll, I'll put a hundred percent into it. If I can't do that, I won't do it. So, yeah. Since then, it it um, I put everything into it. I trained, trained two or three times a week, um, every week uh, since that first message from Tyg. So, um, yeah, I've been yeah putting a lot of work in uh, with Tyg on it. Yes, when I was kind of uh, asked on to the IPP program, that was the kind of that was the point where I said, right, this is, this is what, this is what's happened. Now this, the, the tough conversation with uh, Ushin McConville is going to, it's going to come up soon. So, yeah. What was his reaction? I, I don't know. Did you text him first and give him a heads up or did you just say to his face, what was, what was that conversation like? Yeah, it was, it was definitely a tough conversation. I, I, I texted him the first night we, were, we went back training and I just texted him and said, look, Ushin, do you mind if we sit down for for ten minutes before and um, before training to this evening, um and yeah, so I just I just I laid it out on the table. I told him what was happening. I said, look, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to just step away for the next um, for the next while until you know where I see where this can go. And, um, yeah, he was he was he was shocked anyway. Um, I don't think he 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 saw it coming, but um, yeah, I, look, he was so good. He, he said himself it's too big an opportunity to, to stand in your way and he was yeah extremely grateful that he was um, yeah so good about it what has the other reaction been like over Christmas and stuff you must have been meeting people what was it shock or like disbelief or what what what, what reaction have you gotten from your friends and family yeah yeah like you know people in Ireland don't think this this is a possibility and to be honest there hasn't been until this year like this is the first year of IPB program where you, you have kickers and punters on it so it's the whole you know it's it's all the unknown really so a lot of people didn't have a huge you know idea of what potentially it was like you know talking to some people and they thought you were going into you know maybe a college system or whatever you know but I think I think you know it's getting out in Ireland more people are more aware of of how big this is, the potential of, of Irish guys being um, in the NFL next year. It's, you know, it, it's bigger than what anyone could even believe, you know. Yeah, but before even we talk about that step of potentially the NFL, what are the hopes for the combine? Like, are you nervous? Are you excited? What's a success from the combine for you? Yeah, I suppose as an athlete, you know, you, you want to perform on the biggest stages, you know, Granted, I, I never thought it'd be the NFL combine, but you know, you you want to you want to perform on the biggest days and the biggest stages, you know. And the NFL combine, it, 
you know, is one of the biggest. So, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm relishing the opportunity to that I have. I'm extremely grateful to be in the position that that I am going to the combine. Going to, you know, one of the first ever Irish guys to be in the combine. You know, I'm not taking that lightly. Um, I'm doing everything in my power to to be in the best possible condition to perform on that day. Yeah, that that's that's the aim. Form perform on the I think it's the third of March. Um, when that when that combine happens, so yeah, that's the aim. Just perform when I get the opportunity. And up until then, is it just you spend a lot of time with Tiger, or has he like set you off home and you're kicking at yourself at the local GA pitch? Yeah, um, I haven't uh, brought the, the brought the American footballs down to the local pitch yet. But no, we um, we we meet up with Ty two 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 or three times a week, um, and we you know we we practice together. Um, in fairness, the, the old kind of kicking group of us, we we try to get together as much as possible. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. You know, it's just just getting ourselves in the best possible condition to. Uh, the perform when it comes to the combine that's with our with our all times of you know 1.3 seconds on your on your field goals from snap to kick um you know just just getting used to live wrench stuff like that we're just just trying to get ourselves in the best possible condition to to make it happen when we get to the combine yeah you must be surprising yourself like from this time last year to now talking about you know the time to catch from the snap and all of that it must be like an insane uh, transition but uh, and I'll leave it on this it, particularly now with Dan Whelan in the playoffs like it's insane and especially watching his performance against Dallas this weekend are you watching him thinking like literally that is what I hope to be doing in one year's time in front of those tens of thousands of people kicking the ball like you're picturing yourself surely watching Dan saying that's going to be me yeah, absolutely. That's 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 what you, what you want to do. You want to perform on the biggest stages, and that's that's what the NFL is. It's the biggest stage, it's the biggest league in, in the world. Um, yeah. So hopefully this time next year there'll be uh, two weekly lads in the in the NFL. Bloody stuff, Mark. That's, yeah, I hadn't even put the two week links together. Thanks very much yeah. for your time, Mark. I really appreciate it. All right. No, Danny, and- thanks a million. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Great to hear from the lads who are all going to head to the States over the next few weeks for a training camp and then to the NFL scouting combine in Indianapolis. Mark, for any GEA fan or sports fan watching, um, this feels like a watershed moment like we've talked about. Just obviously now, we just got to wish all the lads the best luck. I have no doubt now that we're going to see somebody in the NFL alongside Dan Whelan in the next couple of years with the Irish tricolor on their helmet, running around, kicking balls. It's going to be a great crack, man. Yeah, that's it. And I'd be surprised if it's only just the one. Um, we have a separate podcast being released around now. You can maybe even highlight when our other podcast. We do explain it a bit more and go into a bit more detail about why we are so confident that these guys will get on to certainly that be involved with the teams. I would be stunned if it's only one of them. I mean, it, it is really set up in their favor, stacked in their favor that they should latch on somewhere. But we we know the talent and, you know, when I talked to Rory Began, I was able to bring up with him, he's leaving a team that just got to an All-Ireland semi-final behind, behind that. Or before that, he obviously was crucial to this, the quarterfinal win 
when they went to a penalty shootout, he's used to the pressure. So I suppose he obviously has the obvious pedigree and to deal with pressure, I think that is going to be massive. And I think teams are going to be super intrigued when they see a packed Crow Park and these guys being in front of it. It obviously equals then to them. These guys can do it under pressure, just like those top college guys can. can. Because look, in the NFL, you do get guys from smaller colleges to play in front of two and a half thousand people. When they are able to see that these GA stars are coming from where they do, I think that's going to be a real bonus. So I think that's going to help them massively. But yeah, it's it's an exciting few weeks, Michael. Exciting few weeks and a really, really exciting time. What I would say to people is if you found us for the first time tonight, uh, we're Pro Football Ireland, we're NFL Ireland on social media. We're a hot wheel of content from Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. You can find us on Instagram, X, TikTok and Facebook by searching NFL Ireland, all one word, or just search Pro Football Ireland. Uh, we will be covering this as much as we can. We want to wish the lads the very, very best of luck going into the States. And not only the lads that are going over, but the next crop of talent we've seen, guys like Ross Balger, Ronan Patterson, go down the traditional college route with Tag Leader. And we want to wish them lads a continued best of luck. And thank Tag for his support. I know he's going to go from level to level, Mark. Now, awesome to see. Um, big thanks to the NFL for this exclusive. And yeah, hope you enjoyed it, folks. And we will chat to you again soon.